Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise I've got something so exciting for you I can't even contain myself It's testimony time! Wow How many of you here are in college or sick form? College or sick form? Okay I've got some special testimonies from our college Basenta members. So the first person that I'm going to welcome up is very, very special to me because she's a dancing star. So let's welcome our sister, Mia. So this is Mia, and we know you're a dancing star already, we can see, and I've said it. So tell us what your testimony is about. My testimony is about how, my testimony is about how I came to church and like I've changed as in a person. Wow, great change. So tell us, what was your life like before you came to First Love? Before I came to First Love, um... I was a very bad child. Look at her face. Can you imagine that she was a very bad child? Not just a bad child. A very bad child. Why were you bad? Um, I used to steal. Wow. I bullied a girl and I, like, she had suicidal thoughts. I told her to kill herself. And I told her that she shouldn't be on this earth. Like, she should just die. I hated her. Like, hate is a very strong word. And I didn't like her at all. So you were like a school bully. Yeah. Mercy. A school bully that used to steal that looks like an angel. So look, don't be deceived by somebody's face. Wow. So how did you come to church? Who invited you? My, co- my older cousin invited me to church. Wow. Were you excited to come to church? Not at all. Not at all. Oh, what were you expecting? I was expecting like mass, sit down, stand up, sing, sit down, stand up, sing. Sing, sit down, stand up. I'm doing Get it. Get communion, sit down, kneel, stand up. Wow. So when you came, what did you find at First Love? Um, I found friends. Wow. What about the service? And I enjoyed it. When I first came, I was like, oh, it's going to be so dead. I saw the dancing and I was like, what, what kind of church is this? <laughs> I was so surprised. I was like, wow. What was surprising? The dancing. Why? Because I've never seen it in a church before. Never seen it in a church before? Never. Wow. So were you excited when you saw the dancing? Okay. So then on that day, what happened?
On that day, I gave my life to Christ. Wow. I thought you'd be clapping. Somebody said that said that they weren't excited to come to church. They didn't want to come. And then they came and ended up giving their life to Christ. So now, how is your life different to what it was like before? Um, I've been a quiet and humble child. My aunties uh-huh. realized the change in me. I didn't realize it at first. But then my family members were like, wow, she's different. Wow. So are you still a school bully? No. Um, when I started secondary school, I got bullied myself. So I found out how it was. And I no, I don't bully anymore. You don't bully anymore? No. Do you still steal? No. Not you don't time. steal anymore? Wow, clap for Jesus. She's changed. So what would you like to say to everybody that's heard your testimony? I'd like to say, um, give your life to Christ because it's never too late. I'm 13 years old and I gave my life, so you can as well. Wow. Clap for Mia. Would you like another testimony? Then keep on clapping and let's welcome our brother Jovial. Tell us who you are. Wow. I want to do my testimony. Um, Hello, everyone. My name is Jovial, and I'm from the Greater Love Gospel Choir. Wow. And Jovial, what is your testimony? My testimony today is about how the Word of God completely changed my life. Wow. So tell us where it all started. Um, started okay so um i started coming to church last year so i was in year 12 and before coming to church and even my first weeks coming to church i was a i lived a very melancholic i break no rules i break no laws lifestyle so um from (laughs) from from that um um from that it was sort of um i had a lot of pride so a lot of, I had a lot of pride in me. So, so you were proud because even though yeah. you had just come to church, even before that, you weren't actually a bad boy no, or I the stereotypical bad boy. No, bad not, boy. Not, not at all. Oh, wow. At school. Okay. So I'd compare myself with my friends. Now, we were a group of six. There were six of us. Six of and them. Okay. Yes, including myself. So I compare myself with one, two, three, four, five of them. Now, I didn't smoke. I didn't um, mess around with girls. It was. <laughs> I didn't do all of that. But okay. So you were morally good. Yes, I was. But the Bible good. says that our righteousness is like filthy rags. Filthy, filthy. Hey. filthy. Okay, so you came to church. Yes. Now there was a particular service which um, Bishop Richard preached, and it stayed in my life. And this is what's caused um, the major change in my life. Wow. It was um, seven great principles for a peculiar life. Now, one of the principles that just shocked me was... um, After you become born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person among peculiar people by separation from unbelievers. Wow. And you had five unbeliever friends. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Wow. So whilst, whilst, as soon as Bishop Richard said that, there's, there's Wi-Fi here. So my phone was... <laughs> so the group chat, as soon as he said that, 
the group chat, there's, there's six of us, the group chat, it was messaging me to, it was like, ah, it's like, he's talking to me now. These are, these are your friends. These are the ones you have to separate yourselves from. So, um, because I was um, a very quiet boy, so making friends was, a, was very hard for me. So, um, separating from these people, I'd become to church, but separating from these people, I didn't want to because I didn't want to be alone again. I didn't want to be different. Wow. And I didn't want to be peculiar. So as Bishop Richard was preaching, he came across one verse that from then I decided to change my life. It was 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 33. Okay, wow. And it says, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupts good manners. Or in other words, bad company corrupts good character. Now, I've been, I've been coming to church. Mm. Um, I've given my life to Christ, but I still had bad company. And I remember Bishop Richard saying he doesn't feel strong around evil. He, don't deceive yourself. Don't be fooled that you can overpower um, mm. unbelievers. So it was, at, it was at that moment I had to say to myself, I have to separate from these people, even though I'm... Even though I'll be alone again. I'll be alone again. So, so what decision did you make? So from that day, I left the group chat. I just you left the group chat? I left the group chat. Wow. No when you see somebody exit on WhatsApp. Yeah. So, um, and Sunday and Monday are very close. So mm. the, the message was preaching on Sunday. I you left to, the group yes. chat. And then on Monday, and you on had Monday, to see them again. on Monday, when I walked into school, I walked in with questions. They're like, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I said, I've given my life to Christ now, and you can join me if you want. I want you to join me and give my life to Christ, and give your life to Christ as well. But you know how... Um, it's not I easy all the yeah, time. I don't want to be a church boy, blah, blah, blah. So in my school, I started to become peculiar. Um, I had lost many friends because mm. I, for the sake of Christ, and I've become peculiar for the sake of Christ, but... Now that you're in church, do yes. you have friends? Oh, many, many. Many? Many. Sometimes, sometimes you think that you've lost something and then God gives it all back to you and it's even better. So what do you want to say to to everybody, not just somebody? Well, to everybody here, it may be your first time today or you've been coming to church, but you have to have faith in separation from friends or faith in separation from unbelievers because Christ is out there. He's telling you to come and just arise and go to your father's house and he'll run and have compassion and give you a kiss. Wow. Clap for Jovial. What a testimony. What a testimony. And I want you to keep on clapping. Why have you stopped? I want you to keep on clapping as we welcome the greater love gospel choir.
So I sang this song 
Show your first love. 
and caring. That's how you show your first love. Oh, brother, do you treat her right? Open the door, hold her hand, call her, send her texts, tell her that she is on your mind. Make her happy. Take the time to be with her alone and talk with her. Make her special, the one and only, the only girl in your life. Be nice, nice and caring. You've got to show your first love. Be nice, nice and caring. That's how you show your first love. So keep the standard, yeah, for the first love. Rise up and work hard, yeah. Don't be lazy. Be a strong Christian, not a kept man. That's what we wanna see. Make her happy, yes. That is the reason you will marry her, lead her, then enjoy her. You're the man, so you must be strong. Be a strong man, not a weakling, yeah. You must be firm but responsible. Love her with God's love. Be the head, but be her friend. Be nice, so nice and caring. Come on, you've got to show your first love. Be nice, nice and caring. That's how you show your first love. Oh, come on, brother. That's what we wanna see. Calls, tell her she's the only one. Yeah, tell her she's the only one. Open the door for her. Sometimes you can hold her hand. part of the service the bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god amen so as the word of god comes and as you hear believe that your faith is going to be increased at the faith encounter service are you excited but with excitement let's welcome 
as we pray father thank you for a blessed afternoon today thank you for your word you have prepared for us move spirit move move in our midst today give us instructions give us direction cause us oh god to see what we can't see to hear what we haven't heard lord and to understand what we haven't understood lord help us by your holy spirit lord Thank you, Father, for a powerful time in your presence. Let your perfect will be done. Save us, Lord. Teach us, Lord. Correct us, Lord. And direct us, Father. Thank you for a great blessing today. In Christ Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and all shall say amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Wow, what a blessing. Well, today I want to share with you on dangerous sons. Yes, so we'll talk about dangerous sons, sons that are dangerous. May you never be a dangerous son. But anyway, let me give you the signs of a dangerous son so that at least you would know. So I'm sharing with you, but you will never become a dangerous son. Um, Where do we start from? Somewhere. So signs of a dangerous son. Number one, a dangerous son is full of unforgiveness and bitterness. Wow. That's the response you can give. Wow. Second Samuel chapter 13. There are good sons and there are bad sons, isn't it? Last week, do you remember we read a certain man had two sons? Yes. There are always types. Two types. This one or the other one. So he says, and it came to pass after this, that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Okay. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar. (laughs) For she was a virgin. And Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. 
Are you reading with me? And Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. And he said unto him, Why art thou being the king's son lean from day to day? Will thou not tell me? And Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Are you understanding the story? Okay. And Jonadab said unto him, Lay thee down on thy bed. There are some friends who always have ideas. (laughs) And make thyself sick. And when thy father cometh to thee, say unto him, I pray thee, let my sister Tamar come and give me meat and dress the meat in my sight that I may see it and eat and eat it at her hand. Next time a brother tells you to come and bake for him, you should know that it's a plan. Go to what? Greg's. Yes, go to Greg's. Yes. Tell him to go to Greg's. Tell me you're not his baker. Verse 6. Anyway. And Amnon lay down and made himself sick. And when the king was come to see him, Amnon said unto the king, I pray thee, let Tamar, my sister, come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat at her hand. But, but when the father asked, what kind of sickness is this that you need your sister to come and bake for you? I mean, if you want to eat pies or sausage rolls, just say it. We'll get you some. What kind of sickness is this that till your sister comes to bake for you? The sickness is not going. It's a type of disease. <laughs> anyway. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go now to thy brother Amnon's house and dress him meat. <laughs> no problem. So Tamar went to the to her brother Amnon's house and he laid and he was laid down and she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and did bake the cakes. And she took a pan and poured them out before him but he refused to eat. And Amnon said, have out all men from me. And they went out. It's like the presence of the men is affecting his appetite. The guys have to go so that his appetite will be you know, yeah. How about all the men from me? And they went out every man from him. And Amnon said unto Tamar, Bring the meat into the chamber that I may eat out of thine hand. And Tamar took the cakes which he had made and brought them into the chamber to Amnon, her brother. Verse what, 10, 11. And when she had brought them into, in, unto him to eat, she took hold of her and said unto her, Come lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, Nay, my brother, do not force me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not thou this folly. And I, whither shall I cause my shame to go? And as for thee, thou shalt be as one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee. How be it, 
he will not hearken unto her, her voice. By being stronger than she, forced her and lay with her. Verse 15. It will never be your story. Amen. Then Amnon hated her exceedingly. Have you seen why they break up with you after they've done it? Yeah. Those of you who give it freely. Yes. As soon as you finish this, you don't, look, you don't even look attractive anymore. You look like... Um, have you been to the butchers before? Look at one of those meats that is hanging over there. Yes, that's what you look at. They say all kinds of things about you. Afterwards. Yes, it's true. Uh-huh. What was I saying? I want to preach. I don't want, I don't want to be held by this verse. Okay, I was reading, isn't it? Then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he had loved her. And Amnon said unto her, Arise, be gone. Yes. Sisters are always surprised when the, the, the guy says, I don't, I don't want to do you anymore. Doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Doesn't want to relate with you anymore. Sisters are always surprised. But they are surprised because you haven't read this passage before. Yeah, now that you've read it, you see why he's not interested. He's not interested. You don't even look nice to him. You are like trouble. He's moved on. He needs to move to the next shop. He's a shopper. Mm. Those who are serious will be discussing wedding with you. The others, those who chop. Do you understand chop? Those who eat, they chop. After they've chopped, they'll say to you, arise, be gone. And the hatred they'll have for you is stronger than the love or the desire that he had for you. And I think it it will be very painful. When you have felt you are so special, you are so nice, you are so cute, you are the most beautiful thing, then suddenly it's like, look. One day a sister said to me, she said, I was, so, I was so surprised that when I met him, she said, Bishop, it was as though I was transparent. He could see through me. John doesn't see through me. In other words, in other words, he couldn't even see her. He could see, he could see what is behind her. He paid no attention to her, no attention. But he had finished chopping. It's still the same. It's a miracle that you'll be chopped and you'll be married. It will be a miracle. Very few guys. I mean, something. There must be another reason that he would chop when he finished. He'll say that, look, let's still do it. After chopping? Who? Who have you seen? Well, is my word chop offensive? Who have you seen? After he's finished drinking coke from a can, he's still holding on to the can. They squash it, isn't it? They squash it. Then look for a bin and drop it. That's why you shouldn't let him drink the coke. He shouldn't drink it. When he wants it, tell him that, look, you've got to put that thing on my finger before you can drink this coke. Because then you will see that now he doesn't drink, he will be sipping. <laughs> 
He will sip it for the rest of his life. <laughs> anyway, give me verse 16 quickly before you change my, my message for today. And she said unto him, there is no cause. This evil in sending me away is greater than the other that thou didst unto me. But he would not hearken unto her. He's a very stubborn boy. Then he called his servant that ministered unto him and said, Put now this woman out from me and bolt the door after her. It was, to, it was in our world today. He said, Block her. Yeah, she'll be blocked. You send all the messages. See, he's not reading it because you've been blocked. One tick. When you are blocked, you get one tick. Yes. And then you have what? The great image. You, don't, you can't see the person's. Yes. It means you've been blocked. Hmm. And she had a garment of diverse colors upon her. For with such robes were the king's daughters that were virgins apparelled. Then his servant brought her out and bolted the door after her. It should be very painful, isn't it? And very sad, isn't it? Yeah. And Tamar put ashes on her head and rent her garment of diverse colors that was on her and laid her hand on her head and went on crying. Mercy. It's some way, isn't it? Hmm, I don't like what we are reading, but let's read it. Verse 20. And Absalom, her, her brother, said unto her, Has Amnon thy brother been with thee? But hold now thy peace. Now this, Absalom is our subject for today. Talk about dangerous sons. Sons that are dangerous. They are sons, they are sons that are beloved sons. Last week we looked at the prodigal son. They are sons that are even like short-sighted. They can't see far. It, still, it applies to the prodigal boy. He couldn't see very far. He thought that the riches he has is the end of life. And even the, the significance of his father. It's like all I need my father for all is just the things that I get from him. But he discovered later that the father is more than what you get from or more than the uh, physical things that you get from a father. Yeah. You get, more, you get more than physical things from a father. There's, there's invisible, intangible things that fathers offer. That when you separate yourself, you discover that, oh, wow, now I don't have this in my life. Now this is not happening in my life because I have separated myself from my father. So there are different types of children. Absalom is one of the good examples of a dangerous son, a dangerous child to have. Now, Absalom, a brother said unto her, has Amnon, because if you see the ashes and you see that she's taken off the um, colorful dress, it just means that you're no longer a virgin. Something must have happened. So he said, has Amnon, thy brother, been with thee? Has he slept with you? Did he do it? Hold now thy peace, my sister. He is thy brother. Regard not this thing. So Tamar remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of all these things, he was very rough. And Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon, neither good nor bad. (laughs) For Absalom 
hated Amnon because he had forced his sister Tamar. He said sometimes people who address issues are better than those who don't say anything. I mean, they're actually far better. So you feel because someone has told you off or somebody has come out to say something to you, it means the person doesn't like you. But rather, that's the person who likes you. The person doesn't say anything. Quiet, silent. You don't say anything. They are the dangerous guys. I usually tell um, couples, couples where the lady is stronger. You know, because we all have different personalities. We all have different personalities. Um, they are strong ladies. Especially in, in this part of the world, you see a lot of strong women. In this part of the world, in a certain part of the world that I've visited a few times, the women there are strong. Uh, they are strong. <laughs> they can't help it, they are strong. They rule, they rule, um, they rule the country. Uh, I met a brother once in the university in one of those places. He said, look, he was, an, he was like an unbelieving boy. He said, look, they are about, there are very few, he said, there are very few men in this university, very few men. He said, the ratio is like one to ten. So he, as he was talking, he was saying that, so it's very good for the brothers because it's like they have, <laughs> do you understand? Yes, I don't want to say what he said, but he said, I mean, it's like they have. Yeah, because the ratio type, because it's like guys are not ambitious. They don't do anything. It's the women who do things. The women who drive. The women who lead. The women who are educated. The women who run the home. When you might, she's the one who runs the home. She'll run the home from the beginning of the marriage to the end of the marriage. Because usually the marriage also don't last. So she runs, it, it, it's, it's going to end soon. So they run till it ends and then they move on. But it's like they are really so there are there are there are different types of people. So I usually tell uh, stronger ladies with cool brothers that you see because the cool brother doesn't say much. He doesn't say much. You shouldn't be afraid of somebody who is always, you know, talking. It means the person is getting off all the issues of their heart. But those who don't talk, those who don't talk at all. They are just there, coolly with you, cool. As though, as though he's a fool. As though he's a fool. When you're misbehaving, he doesn't say anything. He might just say it once, that I don't like this, but he hasn't said anything again. I actually tell them that, be careful about that one. Because next time, he will act. He won't talk, he won't issue any warning. He will act. And his acting will be, you'll be left alone. Everybody will be asking what happened. He will just pack and off. He's gone. Over. It's over. Be happy with the guy who is always talking and shouting. Say, don't do this. Threatening you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think those people are safer. People who talk, I don't like this. I've told you many times. I don't like this thing. Be very careful. Let this be your last time. The person be always acting, reacting, will call his father to come and shout at you. Call his uh, pastor to come and shout at you. Call this to, I mean, those people are, I mean, they are very safe. When they finish, they are even tired. After they finish shouting, they are tired. There's nothing more that they can do. But the guy, who doesn't talk. He's just there. He's just there. 
simmering, never boiling. Aha. It's always there. It's always there. Have you seen your uh, rice cooker? When it's on warm. It never burns the rice. It's always there. Constant temperature. Those are the people. One day you see rice cooker says, I'm not working again. It says, well, that's it. Uh-huh. So those of you strong sisters that you know, you know, most likely so strong that you get a cool brother. Yes, when you get a cool brother, too, don't say that this guy is too, is too quiet, he's too slow. That is what will like you. Nobody else will like you. Yes. No, you have to know yourself. I'm not, it's not a case or a problem. You have to know yourself. You have to know yourself and understand yourself. Because sometimes what is good for you, then you say you don't like it. And then what you say you like, you don't ask yourself that what you like, does that, does, does that person like you? That person also wouldn't like you because you, you are too loud and strong and independent. He won't like you. I mean, <laughs> he won't like you. He will not even look at you twice. Huh. You, you always have answers and explanations. Strong headed. He won't give it. You're like a wall. When he's looking for a door, you're like a wall. He has to climb. He, he, he has no energy to climb. People who are cooler, they're the ones who will be climbing walls because they have energy. They've not been doing much. So when they come, they'll climb. Others, some people don't have energy. They're tired. They're tired working, doing other things. So he say one, two. They're the ones that will say one, two. Back on my shoe. Three, four. Shut the door. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, this is just an advice for those of you because we all know ourselves, isn't it? You're a little strong, you're a little, you know, hot. Yes. When the slow, most likely to, he won't have much. Do you understand? I said I was singing, he said, spend money. At the, he, he hasn't got money to spend. Spend your own money. Don't worry him. Spend your own money. I say he should spend money. Where will he get it from? The person who has the money to spend, he doesn't like you. Yes. He won't choose you. He will never choose you. He's looking for a cool, quiet sister who is also struggling somewhere who needs money to spend his money on. Yes. Spend your own money. Spend your own money. Call your own Uber and things. <laughs> you should open what door for you. Call the Uber and enter the Uber and go. <laughs> but anyway, but brothers, be nice, okay? Be nice. Be nice, but I'm just advising the sisters so you don't get disappointed. That you, don't, you don't sit somewhere and say that, oh, this guy is too dull. He's too dull. You are too hot. You are too hot for the hot one. Yes, that's what the hot one doesn't find you attractive. It's the dull ones that are intrigued by your energy. When they see your energy, your ability to move, it's like, wow, it's like she can do so many things. It's like, I mean, you look like a magician to, her, to him. Yes. And the others who are not like that, you irritate them. When they look at you, it's like, what is this? You want someone who is sitting there, someone who, is, who will boil rice. Who can cook rice and serve? 
That's what he's looking for. Not another mover. You need to move. She said, look, wait. Give me the list. I'll move for you. Move for you. Just be there. If you're weak, I'll buy it for you. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? I think you understand. Yes. So anyway, I don't know why I told you this, but Absalom. Okay, he speak neither good nor evil. So I'll say that speaking neither good nor evil. Sometimes you think that, oh yes, that's the nice guy. I'll rather warn you about that guy. I'll rather be careful about this guy who doesn't complain. Who doesn't say anything? You get you get away with murder. You do everything and he's just there coolly watching. As though he doesn't understand. No, he understands. He's not a fool, he understands. One day he'll pack his things. You ask him that, where is he going? He just stays there. Where do you think I'm going? Where, where do you think I'm going? Where do you think? Somewhere better than being in the house with somebody like you. Are you receiving free, free marriage counseling? Yeah. Free. No, it's free. It's free. It's free. And sometimes when, when you also want something, you have to cool down a bit. When you want someone to be interested, you have to cool down a bit. You don't show all your cards. Small beloved doses, small interest. You started giving instructions. It's your terms. It's like, it has to be your terms. Why well, are you a Brexit negotiator? You also don't show all your cards. Hmm. The strong sisters are cool this this afternoon, but I'm preaching. Hmm. So Amnon, anyway, Absalom spake unto his brother Amnon, neither good nor bad, because. Absalom hated Abnon. A dangerous, a dangerous son is a son full of unforgiveness. He doesn't let go. He doesn't let go things. So he could be in the church. He could be in the house. Wherever something has happened, he won't say what he's not happy about. He's there. He hasn't let go. He is full of bitterness. And you see, when, when, you, when you are full of unforgiveness, one day you will pay back. Yes, one day you will take revenge. One day you will say, look, I've suffered enough. The fact that I've not been talking doesn't mean that I'm not hurting. It's always, look, it's always better to say what you're going through than not to say anything. You always have to say that. This is it. This is me. I wasn't happy with this. When I used to dance and I was told to leave dancing stars and they put me in the where? <laughs> Everybody in their, their mind of where they were put. I was put somewhere else. I was hurt. But why don't you say that you are hurt? Why, why do you send a message and say, oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for this. I'm really blessed and I'm really happy to, to be doing what I'm doing. I really find it a counting the message. Why, why are you lying? Why won't you say 
that I am hurt and I'm not happy. It's better to say it than to pretend. Because how long can you pretend for? You rather become a dangerous person when you pretend. You become a dangerous child to have around. Because nothing about you is real. And you have issues and things eating you up. Meanwhile, the person who made the decision has moved on. And feels that, oh, we've sort, we've sort, we've sorted everything out. Everything is sorted now. We're okay. You're happy. You're happy. I'm happy. But you are not happy. And you won't say you are not happy. And you are moving on in life with unforgiveness. I don't know whether you understand me, but non-talking people, non-talking people, non-communicating people are dangerous people. Non-talking, won't talk, won't say, won't express themselves. See, these, are, these are the people who won't even speak because they will say, if I speak, whatever I say will be used against me. See, so now you are full of, you are full of negative things. Your perception of your father, your leader, your whatever that you have is very wrong. You have all kinds of negative thoughts and imagination about the person. That's why you won't even say how you are feeling. Yeah. It makes you a dangerous person. I think we've understood this point. Number two. Point number two. I have a lot of points. When we get tired, we'll end. Point number two of a dangerous son. Point number one was what? A dangerous son is what? Unforgiveness and bitterness. If, if we continue reading this story, you, you'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll read it shortly. But you, you'll, see, you'll see where the unforgiveness takes you. It takes you to the next point, which is a dangerous son attacks his brothers. He attacks his brothers. comes out with attacks against his brothers. You see, an unforgiving person and a bitter person is full of surprises. You'd be surprised because if you had known that this person hasn't forgiven you, you will not even go near the person. You will not even relate with the person. You will not even try, you not even try and bring the person close. If you know, I mean, who in his right mind, you know that this person is not happy with you. Will you invite such a person to a party? Will you tell such a person, come and be with me? Will you tell such a person that, come and sit on the front row? Be my main person. Someone full of bitterness. and You won't bring such a person close. You will not even call such a person your son. You don't even want to have a relationship with such a person. Unforgivable, they're full of surprises. Because when you, when you think everything is over, there was an issue, but it's over. We have all moved on. The person is still holding on to something. And because you are thinking it's over, you say to say, come, let's move on. Let's work together. Let's work together. Let's serve God together. Let's do the work of the ministry. We're all flowing. Oh, you do this. You take care of this. You take care of that. But the person you are appointed to take care of something is full of unforgiveness and bitterness. So be ready for surprises. Be ready for attacks. 
Because he will strike soon. Soon he will strike. At any opportunity he gets, he will prove to you that I'm not happy with you. So there, verse 23. Absalom has said nothing. So if you are Amnon, what would you think? I mean, I, I know, I, know I, didn't, I didn't do well, but it's okay. It, it seems, it seems he's, he's a matured Christian. So he's forgiven. He's a mature, he's matured. He's matured, so it's all over. <laughs> and it came to pass, after two full years, January to December, January to December, Absalom has said nothing. I mean, after two years, since, since 2017, we're in 2019, we're December 2019. Will you be thinking that this person has something against you? Something that happened 1st January 2017. This is, this is 28th December 2019. Two full years. Huh. The Absalom has sheep shares in Baal which is beside Ephraim. And Absalom invited all the king's sons. Everybody. And Absalom came to the king and said, Behold now, thy servant has sheep sharers. Let the king, I beseech thee, and his servants go with thy servant. And the king said to Absalom, Nay, my son, let us not all now go, lest we be chargeable unto thee. He said, The bill will be too high. It'll be too high. And he pressed him. Howbeit he would not go, but blessed him. So the king didn't go, isn't it? Then said Absalom, if not, I pray thee, let my brother Amnon go with us. And the king said unto him, why should he go with you? Yes. You should ask questions. Somebody has spoken to you for two years, the person says, come for my birthday party. You should ask questions. You should ask questions. You should ask questions. You don't just get up and say, hey, I'm going for a party. No. <laughs> but Absalom pressed him that he let Amnon and all the king's sons go with him. What he didn't know is that he's going to someone who is hurting, someone who is bitter, someone who is unforgiven. That's what makes him a dangerous son. Wow. Now Absalom. Uh, do you know do you know why do you know how you can tell that somebody is unforgiven? The person doesn't talk about the issue. People who don't talk about problems, hurting but they don't talk about it. Won't say anything. Won't compl- even complain, even complain and be rebuked. But won't complain, won't say anything. You will see the signs that no, this guy has changed. You see, if you're a leader, you have to look at people's faces. Because faces change. The scripture calls it countenance. 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 Your countenance has fallen. Church is quiet. You are really listening. Your face face. When someone is not happy with you, you can tell from their face. I always tell people about their faces. Always, all the time. Say your face, your face. 
Your face is affecting me. Your face. I complained about someone's face a few days ago. I'm waiting for the person's response. Do so you think I've forgotten? But what? I know what I said. I said, your face. Your, the way the, your face is. It, it, it's disturbing. What, what is it? Because your face is a reflection of your heart. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a perfect pretender. Then you can separate your face from your heart. But even that for a little while. Hmm. You're learning things today, isn't it? Yes. You can see there are no things. Yes. Yes. Your face. Yes. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou rough? And why is thy countenance fallen? God, God saw it. So that Cain, Cain is angry. From his face. Ignore faces and see. Faces say a lot of things. Especially at unguarded moments. Yes. Always look at people's faces. Look at their faces and look at their hearts. Always look at their faces. Their faces are always telling a story. Hey. Are you still in church? Dangerous sons. Dangerous sons. You will not be a dangerous son. Okay, have you taken me back to my verse? Yes. Now Absalom had commanded his servant saying, Mark ye now when Amnon's heart is merry with wine. And when I say unto you, smite Amnon, then, then what? Kill him. Not even, not even bully him or frighten him. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. Fear not. Have not I commanded you, be courageous and be valiant. So, dangerous sons attack their brothers. That's the second sign. Wow. They attack their brothers. You think they'll look after their brothers, but they'll attack their brothers. They'll attack them. You should watch out for Christians who criticize other Christians. Yes. I mean, why will you criticize Lorraine? Not to her face. When she's not around, why will you criticize her? Why will you talk about her height? Come, come, come. Put your iPad down. Look. I mean, if you sit somewhere and you discuss her height, what can she do about it? I mean, what can she do? When will she grow tall? How can she grow tall? How can she add a cubit to her height? I mean, how? I mean, look at her. She fits under my arm. Yes. Instead of saying she's cute and cuddly. You see, when I said that, she's holding me tighter. It's like, it's like, say that again. Instead of saying that she's very cute and cuddly. The way she dances, she uses all her energy to dance and to praise God. It's so see, you are, you are sitting somewhere and you say you are her friend. And you are talking about her height. So that dancing stars can't they get tall people. But mind you, she has a beloved. Yes. Yes. He's seen, he's seen something. He's saying that this one will be 
No problem. I won't say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. Yes. But you are smiling with the person, dancing with the person, chatting with the person, and then like it, it said, behind her back. You criticize her. You attack her. That makes you a dangerous person. You're a dangerous Christian. You're a dangerous Christian. You're not pure. You're not real. Just if you have anything to say, look her in the eyes and say, sister, sister, when, when will you grow to? I mean, is there anything you can do? Maybe you should change your shoes. Wear shoes that lift you up a bit. But you smile with her. Dance with her. Then afterwards you say that she is uh, she's short. Oh, but she's cute. Is she not cute? Yes. Is it not nicer to say she, she's cute than to say that she's uh, like uh, this thing? Don't mind them, okay? If they were tall, if you imagine if you were tall, you wouldn't be in my arms like this. Are you not enjoying it? Mm. Yes. If you're a little tall, you don't have all they're all jealous of you. Yes. Are you not jealous? Yes, but you, you came as a giant. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you're not a giant here like this, you'd have been used as an example. Yes. Dangerous sons attack. Listen, see, don't talk about another church. Don't talk about another pastor. Don't criticize anybody's church. Don't say that, oh, this church, this church, there's nobody spiritual there. It's even dangerous for you because you think you are the spiritual one. They're everybody, the church is full of what? Businessmen and what? And uh, 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 what? And bankers. <laughs> I mean... When did you become a prophet? How can you? I mean, how can you feel better than everybody? How? Oh, you don't understand my point. I think you understand my point. How can you feel better than everybody? How can you open your mouth and say such big things? Everybody is rubbish. You are the only righteous one. I mean, how? You see, that is where you fell. That, that, that was the point you fell. You fell right there. You fell and you failed right there. When you attacked, you attacked the body of Christ. You fell. That is your falling point. This church is like that. This church is like this. Even if you want to live, live quietly. When somebody asks you why, they say, mm, it's okay. Don't say anything. Don't say, don't say anything. Don't comment. Are you, are you learning what I'm teaching you? Don't comment. Don't comment about a church. You were in a church before you joined here. But you ask you, so why did you come? Just say, oh, I, I, I like the music, which is true. When I came, I just like the music, which is true. Just don't comment about the other church. Don't say, don't say anything there. Don't say. <laughs> don't. No matter how much we force you to say, why did you leave the church? Just say, oh, you know, I, when I came here, I really, and they even ask us, oh, do you want me to go back? You say, we'll, we'll say, oh, no, 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 stay. Yes. 
But don't say that that church is rubbish. Don't rub. You see, that is your point of falling. As great, as pure, as righteous as you think you are, the day you open your mouth and you judge somebody else, you fell there. You fell. You fell and you failed. Don't do it. Don't be an Absalom. Don't be an Absalom who attacks brothers. You attack them. And make yourself better and greater than everybody else. You are not. You are not. You are not. You are not. Yes. Dangerous sons. They attack. So you see the person who, who leaves the church. They're always talking about the church. Why is the church like this? Why do they do this? Glad you said that this church they talk too much about this. This church they talk too much about that. This church they're always saying this. This church, they, that's the dangerous guy. Yeah, that's the dangerous guy. Everybody, hey, there's something to say about everybody. Let me ask all the sisters in the front to stand up. There's something to say about them. Every single one of them, there's something to say if you want to say. There's something to say. Everybody has something. Don't you have something that you have hidden? Even the hairstyle you like wearing is because of a fault you have seen. That's why you don't wear, you don't have certain hairstyles. Yeah. You know, I was with my wife in a certain country. In a certain. <laughs> and uh, the pastor and the wife that were hosting us. We've been there for, we're there for like, I think, four days or whatever. And on the last day, just fellowshipping, we're just having tea, just chatting, fellowshipping. And the pastor's wife said, Oh, I like the way you. Um, Africans dress. Why are you laughing? I was surprised. I was just saying. I said, I mean, I mean, so I, so I, I mean, it's like, how do they dress? I mean, what? And then she described how the Africans dress. And I said, oh, but you can also dress. It's like, I, I even asked, I even asked, do you want this type of? Things. I mean, we, it can be organized for you. It's not a problem at all. In case you don't get it here, then she said, "Oh no, it doesn't suit our." Our, our, the way God made us. Yes. Do you know? I've been there for almost a week. I've never looked at her like from head. I've not even okay to me. So she said, "Now to look." And what she's saying that suits my wife, but that wouldn't look good on her. The point I'm making, everybody is different. Everybody is, if you're really looking, looking for something, you will find it. He said, no, destiny your wife. I said, I can't wear it. He said, I can't. I can't wear it. And I thought, to what you are wearing, she also can't wear it. Easy. So you are pointing fingers. Yourself very well. Analyze yourself very well. You see, you see that you. <laughs> you don't have anything. Yes, that's what you will discover. That you are nothing. 
You have nothing to your name. You've not been able to achieve. You've achieved zero. Cost 90. I'm not sure whether you did maths to a place where you, you, you entered into co-science and science, but I, I, otherwise, you can, go, you can go and check out what cost 90 is. You see somebody left the church or in a church, so the church is like this, church is like this, always get, getting phone calls, getting messages, but the church is like this. Have you noticed that the church is like that? Have you noticed that this? Okay. Where you also are, there's something there. Yes, there's something there. So you, you, you are a danger to yourself and to the body of Christ when you attack your brothers. You want the third sign? You sure you want it? I'm talking about dangerous signs. Dangerous signs. Dangerous signs. Okay. The third sign is that dangerous signs are not changed by years of hardship and difficulty. You will think that when someone goes through some difficult times, they'll learn some lessons, but you said they don't change. Sometimes rather, they become more puffed up and proud, and they feel they, feel they can talk and they can speak. Instead of being humble, you think that they have learned a few things in life. This person should have calmed down by now, but rather you see pride exuding from the person. Times when the person is supposed to have been humble, he has rather become worse. Saying things, making comments and statements. And things they shouldn't be saying. Then you'll be wondering about this person. This person is supposed to have become cool. By, by this person. Cool. But the person is not cool. This is not cool. That's what sometimes they say poor people can be very proud. Yeah. Yeah. Poor people can be very, very proud. When you think this person is supposed to be calm by now, rather they become more puffed up. And you that's when you start asking, what is the cause of the pride? Why? I mean, why? Why? What do you have? What have you done? What have you achieved? What have you accomplished? What do you have to your name? If we write your name, what to be written after? What have you accomplished? Second Samuel 14. You see, Absalom, after all this, he ran away. He ran away. Verse 28. Let's read the verse quickly. Verse 28. 14.28. So Absalom dwelt two full years in Jerusalem and saw not the king's face. It's like the king didn't entertain him. When he'd be invited, he didn't see the king. Which is a message for him. When you want to see an important person, you are told you can't come. It's a message to you. Because sometimes when you have access to the king, you can also take it for granted. Though I can see him anytime I can see him, or anytime I can walk in, or anything I can do this, or I can chat with me. This, this. He even, I even have his phone number. You see, one, one day I said, I said to a group of people, drove me to a point, and I said to them that, how many members have their pastor's phone number? How many? 
And then apart from having it, how many people also get responses? Because, because you text, I text, you text, I text, so you are misbehaving. You are giving me cheeky responses. Or perhaps even when I send, when I send, you don't even respond. Yes, you don't, you don't even say mercy. You see? So when you, you even say mercy. It's a first laugh. We say, we say mercy. We say forgive. We say wow. We say wawuzi. We say, or you even, say, even out of respect, you even say that, can I see you on Sunday? Or can we talk when we next meet? But it's like, as though I'm your little brother. <laughs> yeah, as though you found your little brother or you found one of those boys in your life that you just fob off. <laughs> yeah, as though he's one of one of those guys who just cause like clear off. Yeah. So you see, such a person, if even when you withdraw to give a message, the person may not even get the message. If the person is a dangerous person, the person may not even get the message. That was Absalom. He had not seen the king for two years. He's not been invited, he's not been told, come. I'm sure he must have tried a couple of times. Can you ask the king if I can come? The king, oh, you know, you can't come today, you know, later. You know, some other time. So that he would even learn his lessons, but he didn't learn. Absalom didn't learn. Absalom, Absalom was still carrying himself as though everything is normal. After all, I'm King David's son. So, dangerous sons, they don't learn. And they are not changed by hardship and difficulty. Doesn't change them. Hmm. He was still fighting his father. Though his father was entertaining, he was still fighting him. He was still sending messages, saying things, making comments, carrying himself in a certain way, feeling good. Even though the king said, This guy, he shouldn't come around, he shouldn't. Absalom didn't learn from it. He still thought, look, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm still good enough. I'm still good enough. I'm, I'm, I'm as good as, as good enough. I am, I'm preaching. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> it is some things are supposed to make you learn. It's not, it's not, it's not meant to embarrass you or it's just, it's, just, it's just aimed to make you learn or to wake you up or to jolt you that, no, I'm on a wrong path. Or what I'm doing is called misbehaving. I am misbehaving. I have to change. I can't continue like this. And I, and, and I don't have to make light of what has, called, what has brought about what you are going through. You don't have to make light of it. As though it's a light thing. It's like, it's nothing. Hey, 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 Bishop, yo, man, hey, hey, Bishop, yo, yo, yeah, hey, yo, yeah, hey, Bishop, hey, Bishop, can I have it, I can have it, have it, yo, oh, Bishop, no, 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 you, you have to think carefully about things, you have to think carefully, yeah. And show respect. Be ashamed. Sometimes it's good to be ashamed. 
ashamed. Say no. Hey, yo, yo, man, yo, Bishop, yo, yo, Bishop, yo, 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 respect, man. <laughs> yo, Bishop, you are not learning. Bishop, you are not learning. You are not receiving instruction. Receiving instruction. Yo, that tells you often. If you, 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 you see someone say, "Oh, you get to write soon. You get to write soon. You get to write." You see, you are, you are a sports child. Yes, that's why you sit somewhere and say, Oh, don't mind, he'll get over it. He'll get over it. Oh, daddy, he'll get over it. We all know he has he has some puffs, but he never blows the house down. Yes. He's having a puff. We know, I mean, I know. I know I'm not, I'm not I'm his favorite. I know I'm his favorite. Is it being daddy's favorite, if you are? Is it even pride to think that you are somebody's favorite? Yeah. You don't appoint yourself or allow yourself to be appointed. <laughs> now I'm laughing like a turkey. <laughs> don't sit there and say that, oh, daddy will get over it. Daddy will get over it. He'll get over it. He'll get over it one day. He'll get over it. You see, don't be presumptuous. Don't be presumptuous. I can you imagine someone has been sentenced to jail 35 years in prison? In prison, he's saying that, oh, this boy don't mind them. I'll just do two years. I'll be out soon. <laughs> you are behind bars and you are misbehaving. You are misbehaving. Say, oh, I mean, 35 years old. If you like, watch. I'll just, I'll just do a cool 17. I'll be out. Cool 17. <laughs> if you joke with it, you will rot in jail. If you joke with it. Don't just sit there and say, no, oh, it's nothing. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. Don't, I mean, don't mind them. It's nothing. They're just, you know, they're just saying something. It's meant, it's meant to correct you, to correct your thinking, correct your behavior, correct your ways. It's meant to give you a time to reflect. No, I must have done something wrong. I must have done something. I must have pressed a wrong button. That is why. That is why I don't have what I have. But a dangerous child, no matter what you do, the child is not affected. The child is not affected. The child doesn't learn anything. The child feels, oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. We'll flow. There's a flow. There's a flow. You know, a man he likes hugs. We're going to give him some hugs, and you know. Tell him I love it. Let me send him. Have you seen the heart that is beating? Yeah. Let me send him one of those hearts. I mean, he will just cool off. He just cool off. He just cool off. He just cool off. There's an old African saying. This is not a scripture. It's an African saying. <laughs> I have old African saying, but whatever balls always cools off. Yes. It's an old African saying. Have you seen, that's not, have you seen your kettle? When it, boils, when it gets to boiling point, that's why it makes that noise. Then the thing switches off. It means it started cooling down. It started cooling down. Yes. So you say, oh, he's angry. He's not happy with me. Oh, don't worry. He's just boiling. He will cool down soon. It's an African saying. It's not a scripture. Well, if I find a scripture for it, I'll bring it. Yes. So, it's like, so you see, when you have such sayings, it's that like you are not afraid of anything. You're not scared of anything. It's like, oh, it's just, it's just for a moment. It will be okay. It's, and it makes you more hardened. 
You see, you become hardened and stubborn and perhaps wicked. Because they are all evils. You are walking on the road of evil. Hardened, stubborn. You'll be very wicked. Never soft. Never compassionate. Never kind. Because you are used to having your way. Hmm. I think I should move to the next point. Don't you think so? I'm explaining dangerous sons to you. So you can see it in your house, in church, to your husband, whoever you're married to, you see it. Dangerous sons fail. They cannot be dismissed. Wow. I thought you say wow. Dangerous sons fail. They cannot be dismissed. So he dwelt there without seeing the king's face. Verse 29. Therefore Absalom sent for Joab to have, to have sent him to, to have sent him to the king. I don't understand. But he would not come to him. And when he sent again the second time, he would not come. He's still like giving instructions. Joab is the army commander. His father's army commander. He's sending for him. Call him. He still feels good. There's no remorse. I'm trying to point out to you people who have no remorse. They feel entitled. So despite everything that has gone wrong, they still give instructions as people who are entitled to things. Still make requests. Still give issue instructions. It's like it's, like it's mine. It's, you know, they feel they can't be dismissed. It's like you can't, how can you sack me? How can you sack me? How can you sack me? That's how Christian wives behave. This particular one is the story of Christian wives. You see, there, there's a shift in balance of powers. Oh, you are unbeliever. In the unbelieving world, the men have the power. That's why sometimes when we talk to the ladies, you feel, oh, why? Because you, you still feel we are living in an unbelieving world. In the unbelieving world, the men are more wicked. They are more wicked than they are some way. But when the, the balance of power shift and everybody is born again and we are in the church, the wives, because a, a good Christian man won't leave his wife. Yes. A1, A1 guy, you heard the song, A1, be nice, open this, do this. I mean, you see, the question, if you're a little experienced, the question you'll be asking yourself as the song is going on, is that I should open the door for who? What type of person am I opening the door for? What type of person am I spending the money on? What type of person should I call? When you, when you call, will she even answer? And then when you text, when you text, you see, one day, one day, a certain brother, he was, he was somewhere, and he saw something nice, some nice words, and he, he, he sent those words to his wife. This kind of nice words. Christian, Christian man, Christian man, Christian. Let me tell you, he said, pastor, don't tell anybody I told you that one. So pastor's wife, you see pastor's wife, how you adore them? How you, you adore them, you adore them when you see them, you want to, as though they can't even carry a bag. You have to carry their bag for if you get, you even want to carry them on your back because you've seen first lady. Yes. She, her response, her response to him is, who gave you these words to send to me? 
That was her response. Yeah. That was her response. But you see, she can afford to say it. Because poor brother is constrained. He's constrained by the scriptures. Constrained by, by his pastors. His pastors will never allow him to misbehave. So when he thinks of all this, you just have to stay and be, be a lamb. So Christian, but they are like lambs. That's why we keep talking to you, sisters. That's why we keep talking to you. It's not that we don't understand. We don't know the powers. But when you get there, you've got this Christian brother. Oh, some of the Christian brothers, though, though they are married, they sleep empty, on empty stomach. No food. There's no cooking. The young men are saying, God forbid. But <laughs> just pray about it. You see something, you see the white, you see wicked girl, wicked. He's dead, but he's abandoned. And she doesn't care. With reasons and excuses. Flimsy excuses. Wicked girl, wicked. You see, this girl is a wicked girl. When you see her, you see, you see that, no, this one, I'll never wish her on anybody. Yes. Wicked. Doesn't care what he eats. Doesn't care how he has sex. You guys, I said, when was the last time they had sex with their husband? They don't have sex. No sex. They have no sex. The only thing is that I misses this. Wicked girl. <laughs> Who cook? Can't receive love. Can't receive kindness. No sex. No food. He's just there. He's just there. He's just there. And it's like, be there. Be there. Be anointed. One of these, one of these wicked, wicked pastor's wives said to the husband, if you like, see, if you like, you can go, you can go and sleep yourself. You will lose your anointing. That's what she said to him. If you like, it's like you can, you can go. You are the one who will suffer. You are the one who lose your. It's like you are the lover of anointing. So because of that, because she knows you won't go anywhere. So he said, like, if you like, go, you will lose your anointing. When you see them, ask them, where's your husband? What's he eating? Who's he sleeping with? Ask them. Wicked people, wicked, wicked with soft cheeks. You judge them by the softness of their faces. I know them. So they feel they can't be sacked. It's like, Pastor, I mean, how can Pastor say, I'm divorcing my wife? The shame, the stigma, the disrespect. He's like, Pastor is stuck. Whether she is mad, he's stuck. Because there are people who are mad. They are mad people. There are people who are mad. People have mental illnesses. It's very difficult to live with them. The fact that they've worn clothes and done makeup doesn't mean that all is correct up there. You should learn well. You know what? When you see the person's behavior, this behavior is not normal. This is not how normal people behave. 
is not well. They are borderline personalities. Do you know border? Have you crossed the border before? When you get to the border, you will be stopped. You will know that, yes, I have reached, I have reached a crossing. Yes. The borderline person. So the way the person is behaving is unusual. The person gets to the point of unusual things. And then maybe someone says, relapses and comes back to the normal. Verse 30. We are talking about dangerous sons. Therefore, he said unto his servants, See, Joel's field is near mine, and he has, and he has barley there. Go set it on fire. This Absalom, this is a person that is not, is not being received by the king. He's of being calm and quiet for his position to be restored. He's, he's just throwing tantrums. Tantrums for, uh, for attention, and yet won't change and won't learn. And Absalom's servant set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and came to Absalom. So now he's got Absalom's attention. Like every pumped and spoiled brat. When they throw a tantrum, then you get, you get mummies. Have you seen them in the shops throwing themselves on the floor? Then mummies say, What do you want? You say, I want mass bar. The mummies say, Just get it. Because now you're embarrassing her. So she says, Just have it and be quiet. So she says, Get it. And then you see the child is saying, Next time they are in the shop, when they, as soon as they are approaching the tail, hey, mommy, I want chocolate, I want chocolate, I want to, I want Kit Kat, I want Kit Kat. Have it. So that, so that you'll be quiet. So that you'll be quiet. Never learning. Never changing. Never repenting. Taking everything for granted. Everything for granted. Look, he's, he's setting things so far. Now, so now Joab has come and said unto him, Wherefore have thy servants set my field on fire? And Absalom answered Joab, Behold, I sent unto thee, saying, Come hither, that I may send thee to the king. I even feel irritated. Are you following the reading and the message? Yes. Come hither, that I may send thee to the king to say, Wherefore am I come from Geshur? It had been good to me to have been to to have been there still. Now therefore, let me see the king's face. And if there be any iniquity in me, let him kill me. He knows his father won't kill him. Yes, he knows his father won't kill him. Just like the pastor's wife knows that the pastor won't sack her. Or the Christian, the Christian wife, Christian wife knows that you won't be sacked. Go see unbeliever wives. Go see how they behave. Go and see them. Go and see them. Any time you say, you are, or you ask them, are you 18 years? Go and see, when you enter the house, inside the house, you ask them, why are you going? Yes. But go and see the Christian wives at home. The first question to them will be, when are you going to have your bath? The unbeliever wife, you ask her, why are you going? Because she dare, she dare not miss a second. She always, has, she always has to be up to the game. Because she knows she has competitors. But this guy who has gone to pray. Pray. Pray and fast him. And he's coming home with visions. He can't even see human beings. He sees visions. 
Nobody gets to the house, you see some smelly thing walking there. Smelly something. Smelly from the head, from the head down, all the way down. You should see here. Because he's a Christian. He's a Christian. He's nothing. He's a Christian. He can't go anywhere, won't go anywhere. He has to learn how to control himself. And then when he sleeps, you are the first to quote verses. <laughs> Lord, help me preach this message. You are the first to quote verses. You are quoting verses. Quoting verses, rebuking him. They are rebuking him, quoting verses. Saying things. It's now that your spirituality has come. Let, let him kill him. He, he knows he can't be killed. He knows he can't be killed. He can't, he can't be killed. How can your father kill you? Your father won't kill you. He'll never kill you. He will talk, shout, shout, then he says, It's okay, I mean, it's okay. No problem. Then he will even pray for you. It's okay. Let's move on. Let's flow. Let's flow. Let's flow. I see, unbeliever. Unbeliever wife. She's 52. When you see her, it's as though she's 12. Her behavior, her behavior, her smile, her niceness. She can't even sleep if he's not at home. She won't sleep till he comes. You see her. And they're going to look at the Christian girl with the good Christian man. Mm-hmm. Let me see. The story is different. The only time she will buy new clothes is that somebody's wedding is coming up. Yes. That's the only time she'll buy something new. It means there's a wedding. Or there's an outdooring event. I mean, an outdoor event. It's that we are going out. They're going out. Even that dress that she has bought. If the car's door gets caught in it and it rips, you'd be surprised at what is under the dress, the nice dress. You'd be surprised at what is under there. The holes in the thing under there. The holes and the edge. You see that the thing that is there is accustomed to the washing machine. The washing machine has seen it for many years. The thing that is there. It's tired. Am I preaching today? Look, I see you. Nice faces, nice faces, makeups, hair, different things. You think that's what works? I'm sure you. That's what I'm saying. That's not what works. It's not your powder that is going to work. We have to sing more about the Christian woman. Yes, the Christian wife. We have to say more about her. The be nice is okay. When you finish the be nice, the other one is called what? Virtuous woman. Uh-huh. Yes. Christian. This Christian girl. Christian girl. Uh-huh. Christian girl. The brothers will be nice, but we need a Christian girl too. The brothers they'll be nice. They'll be nice, but we think that we need a Christian girl. 
Read the Christian girl. You need to understand the Christian girl. Because the Christian girls, they think they can't be sacked. I'm telling you, they think they can't be sacked. Brothers who they deceive with dangerous brother, he thinks he can't be sacked. When will he be sacked? I won't be sacked. He likes souls. I this pastor, he likes souls. He's into visitation. <laughs> he likes souls. He won't sack us. Dangerous sons. Are you ready for one more point? I'll give you one more. How many do you have? Four. Wow, you have a lot. Finding iniquity, let him kill me. You know he won't kill you. Don't you know that he won't kill you? How many of you know that he won't kill him? He won't kill him. He has no plans of killing him. How can you, how can you kill your child? How can, you, how can you destroy your child? You can't. <laughs> and the dangerous sons know that he won't kill me. That's why he's first to say kill me. Because he knows I won't be killed. That's why she will say to him, if you like go, you're the one who will lose your anointing. Because she knows he won't go. Neither will she give him what he wants. He knows. And she won't change. No repentance. No change. He's like, oh, let me change. I've decided that I've really been misbehaving. Let me change. I need to change. Let me change my ways. Let me change my ways. But no. Christian girl. Sometimes a Christian girl. Okay, let me not say it. <laughs> no, it's in your interest that I won't make that statement. But I think you're, you're, you're learning something. How many of you are learning? How many of you are not learning? How many of you don't know? My last point, my last point. I have a lot, but this is the last one for today. My last one is dangerous sons think they can replace their fathers. <laughs> Forgive. Second Samuel 15. They think they can replace their fathers. They actually think they can. They think they are as good as their fathers. They can do what their father is doing. That's where we get breakaways from. This is where it's broken away. It's like, I've also started in my own ministry. I've also started in my own church. There are people sometimes even as they are in the church, they are introducing themselves to other members in the church that are from today, I'm your pastor. God says I'm your pastor. I don't even know whether it's a mental illness or it's naivety. I don't know what it is. Yeah. 15 verse 1. And it came to pass after this. I need you to understand Absalom. Now for the one you hear the name Absalom, you should know what it means. Absalom. We are studying on Absalom. Yes. This is like a Bible study on the character Absalom. Yes. Even though he's a man, there are women in it. You can see women in it. Can't you see? Mm, they are there. We are all in it. We are all there. Yes. You shall escape in Jesus' name. Amen. And it came to pass after this that Absalom prepared him chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. <laughs> The guy, the guy, he doesn't learn. He's not learning. There's no, I mean, there's no humility. Can you say there's no humility? He's still acting like everything is normal. Everything is okay. 
That is how unrepentant people behave. It's like everything is okay. It's almost like, oh, but you do all this and you, you won't forgive her. I mean, how? I mean, how? What? I mean, what? I mean, why? Oh. I mean, how? Forgive. It's like everything is normal. Let's continue. Let's live like everything is normal. Everything is okay. So where is he? He had people, and Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when the, any man that had a, con, a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. Because you are, you've been made a center leader, so you think you are better than the pastor. God forbid. I thought you said God forbid. Yes. Hey. Because you're a branch pastor, so you think you're better than the founder. You're more recognized and celebrated than the founder and the father of the church. Oh, I don't know who trained you. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed that the, to the king, that the king has no assistant. He's, he's, he's a one-man thousand. He's everything, he does everything. He preaches, he sings, he drums, he plays the keyboard, he takes the offering, he makes announcements, he does healing service, he does everything. Nobody does anything. He picks everybody to church himself. When he finishes bringing everybody to church, when he, he drops this one, they say, wait, I'm coming. And he goes. He brings everybody. When he finishes, they say, okay, I've come now. Now let's start church. He has no assistant. He's doing everything. Keep going, verse 4. Absalom said moreover, oh, that I were made judge in the land. If only I could have been made a center leader or a pastor. This, 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 is, a, this is a voice of a dangerous, a dangerous son, dangerous person. When they are speaking, when they are speaking, they're exposing the weakness of the leadership. They expose the weakness of the leadership. By the time you are done with them, it's like, oh yes, it's true. Well, then they are done with this. Oh, it's true. All this in this person is saying is, is real. It's real. This one seems to have a, a kinder heart. He understands us. We won't even get the chance to see the king. We won't even get the chance to see him. <laughs> if I made a judge in the land, that every man which has any seat or cause might come unto me and I would do him justice. Wow. And it was so. That when any man came nigh to him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. That's how he was receiving people. The king maybe you can't even go near him. But he, when you come, he takes your hand like this. He takes your hand like this. And he kisses him. Man. Would you not like such a pastor? <laughs> the pastor, he comes, your pastor takes your hand and then kisses you. It's like, I mean, it's like such a warm welcome. Verse 6. And on this manner, Absalom to all Israel that came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Your heart must not be available to be stolen. Yes. Because there are people who like to steal your heart away from your church, away from your parents, 
away from your home. They would like to steal your heart. They would like to turn your heart away from what you have found that you like and you admire so much. That people would like to turn your heart away from them. Yeah. I remember one of our Galatians 6.6 six days. You know Galatians 6.6? Six, six. You usually have Galatians 6 in October, isn't it? And are your prophet. Where we honor our, our founder, our prophet. And then I remember someone sent me an offering. I always remember the offering. It was 500 pounds. With a note and a message. That you are the one I know. So you are the one I honor. Forget. It's like, it's like damn that man. Looked at that envelope that day. And I said, this, this, these people are idiots. They are mad people. And I threw it away. You can't buy me with 500 pounds. I'm more stable than 500 pounds. I'm more stable than 500 pounds. My head is more screwed on than 500 pounds. I'm not that easy. That you are the one we know. That's Absalom. You want to turn me into an Absalom. You want to turn me into an Absalom. When somebody sent me here, gave me his blessings, his prayers, his covering, his counseling, his books, his revelations. He gave me everything that you say to build a church. Turning my heart against the person that you are the one we know. You've put, you've put 500 pounds in a white envelope to say you are the one we know. Damn him. Damn him. You are the one we like. We'll bring our honor to you. We'll bring up. I said, damn your honor. I also don't want it. I also don't need it. Damn you too. Yeah. I'll damn you. He stole the heart of the men of Israel. That's Absalom's. When your heart is being turned away from your father. Your heart is being turned away from your pastors. Your heart is being turned away from people that have cared for you, looked after you, brought you, brought you close. Your heart, someone is turning your heart away from that person. You are looking at an Absalom. That's what Absalom did to the whole of Israel. He turned the hearts of the people. He stole their hearts. Wow. Your heart shall not be stolen. It shall not be stolen. London has stolen your heart away from your husband. Yes, money, pounds. You're that cheap. You can't live. You can't live. You can't live because you have a job. You have no respect for your husband because you earn more money than him. You have no respect for him, no regard for him because you've seen pounds. You've seen London. London, the city. London. London. Do you drink fresh milk? You will have serious. That's when you laugh. <laughs> you see, there are things that turn the hearts of people away from their fathers and make it makes them fight their fathers. They fight them. They fight people they are supposed to honor and respect. They rather fight them. So you see, three signs of someone who is fighting the father. Someone who feels they can replace. That's the last point, isn't it? Replacement, the replacement sign. Yes. 
Signs of the replacement spirit. Number one, they love to locate their new church near the church that they broke away from. So they don't go far. Just across the road. Then they start another one. Secondly, is that they use similar names to the ones their fathers use. So they come from a church that's called Lighthouse. You see, they go to, when they start their church, they call it House Light. (laughs) Or Traffic Light. Because that's what they know. You see, you'll be surprised that you will do what you know. You see, you see them. They will do International Day. They say today is International Day. They say today is Covenant Sunday. <laughs> yes. You see them. They will say, "Wow." Which which church says "Wow"? Which which Christian says "Wow"? Where did you learn "Wow" from? They say, "Wow." <laughs> they say, "Forgive." Then they will say, "Mercy." Yes, because that's what you know. You you can change your name and say, I'm no longer my father's child, but you are his child. You are his child. There are other tests that will prove to you that you're a fool. You're still his child. You're not not his child just by by name, by a name that you have. You're his child. Even look at the way you walk. You know, we haven't met your father. We say, oh, this is your father. The way you walk, this is your dad. This is him. And then the third sign is dangerous sons have similar practices as their fathers. You see, they have weekday service, they have center services. <laughs> similar practices. Tell your neighbor, I will never be a dangerous son. I will never be. And I'll tell the person that you cannot make me into a dangerous son. Yes. And tell the person, I refuse to be a dangerous son. I won't be. You shall be beloved sons and daughters. Beloved sons and daughters. Other sons. Not ones with attitudes and behaviors. Thanks. So, today ends my season of learning about fathers and sons. Next time we meet, we'll start another season. Yes. But I'm sure, I'm sure you've, you've learned about fathers, important of fathers and prophets. Yes. You have to know that they're, they are different and relate to them well. And know when your heart is being turned away. Know it. You have to pick it very fast. That I'm changing. Somebody's changing me. From comments they are making, things they are saying. Yes. You have to know when your heart is being turned away from God. How can you say your heart is being turned away from God? No prayer. You don't pray. You don't go to church. It's like you've given someone a responsibility to come and find you to go to church. Are you not a Christian? Are you not a Christian? Are you not a Christian? Are you a Christian or not? Do you do anybody a favor by going to church? Do you do anybody a favor when you come to church? But you are not spiritual. You are not sharp. You are not smart. 
You are quite dull. So you can't even see. Because you are even losing your God. You say, I don't have to be in church to be a Christian. You are lying. It's the liars who talk like that. Because if you pray, you will go to church. Ah! If you read your Bible, you go to church. Since I was born, my wife has never encouraged me to go to church before. Since I was born, that, oh, go to church. Or, or, oh, pray. Since I was born, that my wife would suggest prayer, Bible study, church. Never. Even if not, she even say rest. She has never, since I was born into this world, she has never suggested church, prayer, read your Bible. Never. That, oh, you're not praying. I think you should pray some more. I think you should. How? How? That day, if I hear that voice in my house, that day I will not have, have vaccinated. That pray. Richard, pray. Richard, this is, he's not been praying. He always, he always, he always asleep. <laughs> never. 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 Never, never, ever. I am not a Christian. Should we bribe you? Your heart. You see, there are things in this life that can turn your heart away from God and away from your children. There are things in this life, it turns your heart away like that. It turns gradually before your heart is turned away. Gradually by stand away. Then you tell that you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Liar, you don't read your Bible, that's why. You don't read your Bible. If you read your Bible, you discover you have to be. You have to be. And it will be, it will be your main drive to be organizing people to church. It will be your main drive, your main calling to be organizing people to church. Yes, that's what you'll be doing. Not, I don't have to be in church to be You have to be in church to be a Christian. Do you have to be in McDonald's to be a hamburger? <laughs> you have to be in church. Unless you haven't read the scripture. They forsake you not that, and forsake not the assembling together of ourselves. Ask the manner of some. Some have that habit. Selective in fellowship. You shouldn't be selective in fellowship. Yes, you shouldn't be selecting in fellowship. Who gets to God? He say, "Hey, God, today is God. Oh, it's God. We are going. It's God. It's God. It's God." Yeah. Even when I'm holiday, I want a church. Yes, I just want a church that I wouldn't preach. I want a church that the pastor doesn't know me, but I want a church. And as UD is spreading, I can say it's becoming more difficult to choose holiday destinations. <laughs> Some of the places I have decided I'll never go there again. Because as soon as you go to a Sunday, you are standing somewhere preaching. <laughs> yes. I want someone that can go and sit down quietly and also write notes and say, and say ah, the word was powerful. Very, very powerful. And also say, Amen, preach it. I receive it. I accept it. 
everywhere you arrive, you see the pastor texting you. Oh, Bishop, I hear you. Are in town. Will, you, will you be here for Sunday? Can you please preach? I'm a Christian. How can I say I won't preach? How can I say I won't preach? They always say I go to preach, and you see the faces of the families. Like, we've come here too. He's going to do his thing. Here too. He's like, here too. We have to go to church. Here too. How can my wife tell me I've got an exhortation for you? Can you please go to church on a Sunday? I mean, how? Even you, can you imagine it? Even if she's on her deathbed, I'm sure she'll tell me that go. Go and pray that God will save all of us. Your heart will. Um, okay, let me leave that verse. It's okay. You've heard enough. It's okay. Why do you want more? Have you not received enough? Just show you a verse of how hearts are turned. Like Absalom. Turn the heart like that. Say, ah, this is finished. You're finished. You're done. I'm sure some of you, if you got 500 pounds, you see the person really loves you, isn't it? Who you really, really no, but you, even if they had kept quiet over that 500 pounds, maybe my attitude would have been different. But to add, you are a pastor. You are the one we know. The only thing I could hear is, damn him. Who is he? What is he? I said, no, no, I will not, I will not become an Absalom. I won't accept it. You've not thrown 500 pounds away before, isn't it? Yes, I have. (laughs) I have. Yes. I have. That's why I'm still here. Yes. That's why I'm still here. That's why I'm still here. With your money, tell me you with your money. I'm worth more than 500 pounds. Am I not worth more than 500 pounds? Yes, worth more than 500 pounds. I'm stronger than 500 pounds, even 5,000 pounds. I'm stronger than it. Yes, I'm stronger than 5,000. Even 50,000 pounds, I'm stronger than it. Even 5 million pounds, I'm stronger than it. Yes, I'm stronger. Even 50 million, I'm stronger than it. Even five billion pounds, I'm stronger than. I'm more solid and stable. God bless you. You will never be dangerous, children. Stand to your feet. I'm surprised you are clapping. I thought today people would like to clap after hearing about dangerous sons. You know what I want you to do? I want you to pray for yourself. For we haven't finished. Don't go home. We haven't finished. We are still in church. Oh, somebody help them to come back. I want you to pray for yourself that you would not be a dangerous child. You would not be a dangerous son. You would not be a dangerous daughter. 
and an Absalom will not have an effect on you. Pray for yourself. Just for a minute, pray for yourself. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray. That even when you're offended, hurt, you will talk about it. Rather than bottling it up. Pray. Pray that Satan will not have you. Satan will not sift you like wheat. Satan will not fill you with bitterness, anger. No change, lack of repentance. Pray. Pray. Pray that you will not take opportunities for granted. You will not take fathers for granted. When they bring you close. When they love you. When they give you love. You will not be filled with familiarity. Pray if you are a wife. Pray that you don't think. You don't think like the foolish Christian women think. That I can never be sacked. I can never be dismissed. Therefore I can misbehave. I can live and act anyway, anyhow. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray. Pray for God's help. Pray for God's mercies. Pray for God's kindness. Pray. Pray that you will escape every temptation, every test of becoming a dangerous person. Pray that you will never develop the spirit of replacement. That I'm as good as my father. I'm as good as him. I don't need him. I don't need him. I don't want him. I can do better than him. Pray. Pray for yourself. From the back to the front. Everybody praying for yourself. Pray. Pray for God's help. Pray for God's mercies. Pray you never fall. Pray you never fall. Ah, shada laba kaba shaba laba daba kaba shaba. Makaba shiba taba liba kaba yaba. Yamigo, samido, samidema, lamadiko, lebedo, 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 lebedo. Makapa shiba tasaya. Kleros tiende lelelelestia. Kadota, kadota, kadota. Kadota, Kadota, Mido, Sadaria, Darabadoste, Mama, Mashiba, Kapatasata, Malaba, Daba, Laba, Shanda, Laba, Diba, Kapa, Shanda, Yaba, Grace, Lord, Grace, Lord, Grace and Mercy, Lord, Grace and Mercy, Lord. Grace and mercy, Lord. Grace and mercy, Lord. Grace and mercy, Lord. Kadota taliba kapa shapata dastaya. 
I want you to make one more prayer. I want you to pray for yourself. Are you listening to me? Those at the back, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Give me a wave. All the way at the back. Yes. I want you to make one more prayer for yourself. I want you to pray that you'll be a fruitful Christian. You'll be a fruitful Christian. You'll not be a barren Christian. You'll not be an inactive Christian. But you'll be a fruitful believer. Fruitful with souls. Lives. Out of you, many will come to know Christ. Many will come to know Jesus. And many will be established in the house of God. And for another minute, I want to pray for yourself. Close your eyes and pray for yourself. That Lord, make me fruitful. Lord, make me fruitful. I want to be a fruitful Christian. I want to be a fruitful Christian. I want to bear fruits. I want to bear fruits. Lord, make me fruitful. Lord, make me fruitful. Make me fruitful, O God. Make me fruitful, O God. Make me fruitful, O God. Cause me to be fruitful, O God. Cause me to be fruitful, O God. Fruitful in the house of God. Fruitful in the things of God. Lord. Lord, empower me. Anoint me. Strengthen me. To be fruitful. To be fruitful. To be fruitful. No more barrenness. No more desolation. No more barrenness. Make me fruitful, Lord. Make me fruitful, Lord. Make me fruitful, Lord. Cause me to be fruitful, Lord. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Kaba Shaba Diba Kaba Shataya. Make us fruitful, Lord. Make us fruitful, Lord. Make us fruitful, Lord. Cause us to be fruitful, Lord. We want to be fruitful, O God. Make us fruitful, O God. Sadomi, Sadomi, Sadomitendo, Sadiata, Nama Kappa, Shabadaba, Labadaba, Kappa Labadiba Kappa Shata, Malabato Shaba Labadiba Kappa Sanda, Ah, Dadiado Sadelia, Dadata Salaba Dibata, Makapa Diba Shotada, Liva Kenda Labahepe, Parimo, 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 Parimo Modada. Parima Modada Yabadiba Shonda Lebe Kiba Sanda. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for a blessing. The blessing of fruitfulness. Save us, Lord. Save us from becoming dangerous sons and dangerous daughters, Lord. Save us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. Save us from becoming Absaloms, Lord. May we become beloved children, beloved sons and daughters in your house, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a mind and eyes of appreciation of what we have. Help us, Lord, to appreciate you more. 
to appreciate what you've given us and what we have more and more lord thank you for your great grace lord soften our hearts lord soften every hardened heart lord every hardened heart every difficult heart lord soften it lord by your spirit by your spirit save us from stubbornness save us from rebellion save us from carelessness lord soften our hearts make us sensitive one more time lord let's be sensitive to your spirit to your leading to your word to correction to instruction to rebuke to reproof lord make us sensitive once again lord let your spirit heal our hearts and heal our minds lord thank you lord for your help in the name of jesus We'll be fruitful, Lord. We thank you. We'll be fruitful. We'll multiply in hundreds, in thousands, Lord. Thank you for fruitfulness. Thank you for fruitful Christians, fruitful believers, believers that are dedicated and devoted, believing you to be fruitful, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for fruitfulness. Take laziness away from our midst. May laziness be cancelled and banished from amongst us. In Jesus' name, Lord. Make us alive. Make us hot for you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to pray for you. Somebody invited you to church today. Or you have been going to church. But deep in your heart, you feel far from God. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I don't want to go to hell one day. I want to go to heaven. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to receive Jesus into my life. I want to be a Christian. I want to be a friend of God. I want to be a child of God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Quickly lift up your right hand up and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Hi, God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see several hands. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus to help me. Not to be a rebellious child. Not to be a dangerous child. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. I can see several hands. You also want to join in. You also want to join. You want want to make that all important decision today to give your life to Jesus. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now I want you to do one more thing. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to come out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. Come. From wherever you are. Come from wherever you are. Come to me. Come and join us right here in the front. And I'll pray for you. Come. Yes. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Today is your day. Won't be there to enjoy the view. I think heaven will be alright. 
I'm waiting for you. Keep coming. Come and join us. Come. To Jesus, come to him. Come and give your life to Jesus. Close your eyes with me. The whole church, let's bow our heads together. Let's say this prayer together, especially those of you in front. Say this prayer meaningfully after me. I'm leading you in it. But make it your personal prayer of repentance to God today. And the church, help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father. Say it out loud. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you today. Just as I am. I am, a I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. Lord Jesus, I believe you are alive. Please come into my heart. Please be my Lord. Please be my savior. Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Now say thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for all these precious ones that have been saved today by your mercies. Keep them by your mercy. Keep them by your grace. For the rest of their lives, Lord, may they believe in you. May they walk with you. May they trust in you. Satan, you are defeated today by the blood of Jesus. You no longer own them. They no longer belong to you. They belong to Jesus. I rebuke you out of their lives. In Jesus name. Father, thank you that they shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you shall work a new work and a great work in them, Lord. Let them have peace. Let them have rest. And let them have joy in you. Thank you, Father, for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Say your best amen. amen. God bless you.
beautiful beautiful god bless you welcome to jesus welcome to church and um natalie after the service you come with this book that's your ticket to a special meeting right here right here to my left hand side are you those of you in front are you watching me so if you have these books right after the service we'll meet you right here if you don't have the book you can't come so it's a special meeting this is your ticket so right after the service just walk straight up here Janice can you wait so they know where I'm pointing yes right here and come and sit here for a brief meeting God bless you all you may go back to your seats God bless you be blessed in Jesus communion Take, eat, mm-hmm. this is my body that was broken for you. Thank you, Jesus. Drink, this is my blood. Healing. That was shed for Healing. you. Healing. Power of God. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For Thank my you, flesh Jesus. is meat indeed. And my blood is drinking deep. The cup of blessing which we bless. Power is the, the communion of, of the body of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal. This is the meal of God. It will sustain you. It will bring you life when I see the blood. Oh, yes, I will pass over you. Oh, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. The power of God, the power of God. Yes, Lord. God sent Elijah it breaks on the long journey. It breaks curses. For 40 yes, days Lord. and 40 nights, Elijah needed supernatural strength. Oh, prophet Elijah, take this meal and eat. It will sustain you for 40 days and 40 nights When I see the blood I will pass over you When I see the blood Father, thank you for this great privilege to have communion with you, with the body of Christ and with the blood of Jesus. I sanctify and bless every bread and every cup here. And I declare, this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. May it work miracles in us. May the power of the blood and the power of the body of Christ be made manifest 
in every life that eats and drinks it today, Lord. May curses be broken. May wicked, evil cycles be broken, Lord. May eyes be opened. May ears be opened, Lord. May sicknesses be healed, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. May slow thinkers receive an active mind. May the non-intelligent receive the power to understand and to be intelligent, Lord. Turn every failure, Lord, into a success, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In the night that Christ was betrayed, the Bible says he took bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. He said, this is my body. This is the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Eat it. In the same manner also the scripture says that he took the cup. And he said, this is my blood which is shed for the remission of the sins of many. He said, as often as you do this, you do show my death till I come. Through his death, we receive forgiveness of sins. Through the shedding of the blood, there was cancellation of sins. May every sin you have committed every mistake you have made that has caused Satan to gain access into your life. May the power of that sin be shattered and broken today in Jesus name. And may the doors to evil spirits, to demons, to devils, to wicked entities, may that door be shut today by the blood of Jesus. May devils you have encountered flee from you. May you never encounter them again. May you never see them again. May their visits be cancelled. May their operations be cancelled. May your life be hid in Christ with God permanently. May your life, every aspect of your life, be sealed. Permanently by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood you shall escape. By the blood you shall escape. By the blood you have victories. By the blood you have healings. By the blood you have deliverance. By the blood it shall be well with you. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood. The enemy shall flee from you. By the blood. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Lord, I thank you once again. Add your blessings to your people. May every prayer, every secret prayer, every secret challenge, Lord, in the lives of your people. Thank you Lord that it is resolved. By the blood. Thank you for answers. Thank you for joy. 
Thank you for making the joy of your people full, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That there shall be dancing. There shall be laughter. There shall be celebrations. There shall be tears of joy. There shall be happiness. Both in private and in public, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is done. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Shout a crazy amen. Amen. Now shout a believing amen. Amen. Now shout a first love amen. Amen. Whatever you have desired and whatever you have prayed for, it is done. I declare your issues settled. It is settled. I said it is settled. Everything concerning your life is done today. God has done it for you. God has done it for you. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood of Jesus. It is done. In Jesus name. You shall live and not die. You shall prosper and shall not be impoverished. It will be well with you. Go home and celebrate. Come out with joy. Come out with laughter. As you are in your chambers, the joy, the happiness, so shall you be in public. You will not be sad in your rooms And pretend to be smiling When you come out There shall be laughter indoors And there shall be laughter outdoors There shall be dancing indoors And there shall be dancing outdoors There shall be skipping indoors And you will skip when you come out as well God shall accomplish great works in your life It is done it is done. Amen. It is done. Amen. By the blood. Amen. By the blood. Amen. By the blood of Jesus. Amen. It is done. Amen. It is done. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord your loudest clap. To terrify the enemy. Terrify the enemy. Drive away the enemy. In Jesus' name, take your seats as champions. People are becoming champions of Premier League. You are becoming champions of this life. You shall rule and you shall reign, and you'll be victorious. I smell victory all around you. I see you dancing indoors And you dance outside You will have a reason to dance You will have a reason to smile You have a reason to laugh Yes, you shall laugh You shall laugh And your tears shall be tears Of joy You will be be, Is this me? 
it is you. Amen. It shall be you. Amen. And it will be you. Amen. This week, something good will be sent into your life. Yes. This week, something good will happen to you. This week. Expect good things. Expect good things. And receive good things. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. I cancel every bad news. I cancel every bad letter. I cancel every bad email. I change it to a positive one. In Jesus name. It shall be good. It shall be good. It shall be good. In Jesus name. When you are reading the email you'll be dancing. You'll be dancing. You'll be skipping. You'll be laughing. It will be well. It will be good. It's going to be good. It's a week of good things. I said it's a week of good things. You will be favored. I see help coming from heaven towards you. Receive divine assistance. Receive divine help. Help is coming. Help is coming. God is sending angels into your life. Angels, angels, angels are coming to your assistance. Angels, strong angels, strong angels, chariots, chariots with goodies. Some goodies are being sent to you. Things that you have been praying about, you shall receive them this week. Receive it. Chariots are being sent to your address. They will find you. It shall be delivered to you. You will be happy. You will be very happy. You will be very, very happy. God bless you. That shall be your story. Take your seats. Wow. Good things will be happening to you. Good things. Good things. I saw it. I saw chariots. Chariots with beans. They are coming to you. They are coming to you. They are coming to you. The psalmist said that, bless the Lord. For he daily loadeth me with benefits. Your life shall be loaded with benefits. Every day. Every day. Every event. Every encounter shall be to your advantage. Daily loads me with benefits. You shall be loaded with benefits. You shall be loaded. You shall be loaded. Not sparsely blessed. Loaded. It shall be a loading. Ah, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. The God of our salvation. The God of your salvation is coming your way. Mm. Yes. Expect to be loaded. More than you can carry. More than you can carry. More than you can hold on to. You are being promoted from being blessed to becoming a blessing. 
receive your promotion. Yes, you'll be a blessing. Not just blessed, but you have become a blessing. Others will be happy because of your existence. People will be saying thank you to you. Because you exist. God bless you. I said, God bless you. I said, God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.